Hello, well, this is Blonde-Haired Girl. This is one of my late-night ramblings. I had tried to do this podcast earlier in the evening, but a friend called me. I was 20 minutes in, and a friend called me, and in a really in a quite a horrible situation. Uh, anyway, so it sort of derailed me. Um, anyway, but I, and I'm not sure what I'm gonna, it's, I, I never know what I'm, a lot of times I know what I'm gonna talk about, but this has something to do with this art, this art of creating our life, because we really do create our life by our beliefs. We create our life around our beliefs. And 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 the minute the minute that we start to not really believe this or understand this, you look at somebody who is a billionaire. And you you start to like listen to them and they really really have a very strong belief and it's not based on merit it's not based on merit it's not like this person is is but they are doing something they are doing something that is that is um that is different but then okay so my stream of thought is that they they are tapping into consciousness they're they're tapping into the infinite stream of knowledge um like you think of like somebody like um Elon Musk who is starting to shoot off rockets and plans to to colonize Mars and so he has to I mean in some of the stuff he's come up with like PayPal and his car and Tesla some of the stuff he's come up with, he, he's like tapping into, he, he, I don't know that he would actually recognize what he's doing, but he's tapping into this well of, of infinite knowledge and is able to, to tap into that which created everything in order to create things <laughs> like the idea of PayPal. Um, but you can do this, you know, but then I, I started to think of masterminding something really awful, the masterminding of things that are really awful. I've really, really tried so much to, to understand evil like how there's evil when there is when I have the theory that there is nothing that is outside of God which is what I believe to be the truth that we are 
in essence, made up of these molecules, which are the building blocks of all that is. And I believe that God is that, is the actual building blocks. And so if God is the building blocks of absolutely everything, like somehow using God to create something that is evil, because it's pretty obvious that there's evil in the world. There are acts that are really horrible. And like one day I had, I had, like it came to me and I, I don't know like sometimes these things that come to me, I don't know if they're necessarily true. I don't know if they're necessarily true, but I had what had come to me one day is that there is no place that is actually completely void of love. But it's the degrees of love. It's the degrees of love. It's the degrees of of allowing the love. You know, like we I've talked about this before, like tuning in your your satellite dish to God, which I believe is synonymous with love. God like there's God love, it's like the same thing. And so and so when you're tapping into the universe, universal consciousness love, knowledge, it's all somehow one in the same. I, I don't really, I, I honestly, these are just things that, that have come to me. And then I want to talk about, like I, I've talked about in the past, but this idea of truth is really weird. The idea of truth is really, really weird because It is, things are only true because we believe them in some ways. Um, okay. Like, um, gosh, stuff is just coming to me like crazy right now. I'm just got to slow down here. So, so people come to a situation. Okay. So there's a situation and every person who is a part of that situation has their own reality and their own lens on that situation. And so, and they believe that what they saw or what they think is the truth. And perhaps there is this, this like truth that is somehow recorded somewhere in this stream of consciousness. I don't know. I'm not even entirely sure there is, but say there is, say there's this incident, say there's this family and there's this, this thing that happens and they all have their own take on, on what happened. So they're sitting in the room and they're all saying, you know, well, this is what I saw. Well, this is what I saw. Well, this, they're all going to say something different. We're all going to say something different. And one of the things that happens for us is that we believe that our different view, view point is the truth. 
We believe it's the truth. But I started to notice something. I started to notice that that multiple, I'm going to say two. Okay, so I, 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 would, I would have a situation and I would try to be reconciling it. Okay, so, okay, just let me put this in like just a silly little standpoint. So I'm, I'm at a, and I'm at a job and I am, I am performing a task and I'm doing it to the best of my, of my ability at that moment. Okay. And then, but my supervisor believes that I'm not doing it to the best of my ability. And so those, those two particular viewpoints, I, I mean, are either one of them true or are both of them true or are, I mean, is it possible that two different scenarios can be somewhat incongruent and still somehow be a truth? I mean, it's, it's just kind of a weird, weird, weird concept, but I, I'm not always so sure about true. And, and, and like one, something that's true right in a, in a moment isn't necessarily true in another moment because the factors are always changing. That's the one thing. It's that we are in the stream of life. We are in a stream. We are, we are in constant motion. I mean, even on our planet, we are constantly moving, moving. And it's like, um, in this pattern of moving and so I'm so I I had come to the actual knowledge that we create our reality so I I'm like okay well so I'm not creating just in my like seemingly in my sleep I'm I'm really really awake. So I'm really trying to create like the best situation. And and so so bear with me on this cuz I'm going to try to explain like like the actual practicality of this. Okay, so I've decided that I'm going to create the best reality right now. Where I'm at is I'm I am my goal is to make a living as a writer. That is my ultimate goal, but, but no, not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to, is to, my mission statement is to have the consciousness of the planet in a different degree to where there's this possibility of world peace, of of people actually being happy and not feeling like they have to die to be happy. Because that's that's it's sort of like your your average person is just waiting for death to be happy. They don't necessarily know it. They can't really articulate it. 
but they're always waiting for something else. They're waiting for retirement. They're waiting for this vacation. They're waiting for the weekend. They're waiting for five o'clock so they can get off work. They're waiting for their children to grow up. They're waiting for, you know, they're to, then I'll live. I'll live when. And then there's this degree of I'll live when I'm dead. And so what I'm proposing is that we not wait. Like, what would we be doing here if that was what it was about? Why would we be here? And when I look around at this planet, it is so amazing. This planet is so amazing. It's so amazing to be here. To like breathe, to see, to hear, to be able to eat, to drink, to to walk, to dance, to play instruments, to hang out with each other, to make a meal, to go play soccer, to hang out with your friends. I mean, it's just living. We are here to live. And so I'm learning how to live. I'm learning how to live. And I'm learning that I am basically the source of my joy and I'm the source of my misery. And I say I in a sense of my allowing of that which created everything in my life. That is what my, what my, where my power is. It's not me, it's my power to tap into creation. And, and so I'm tapping into creation and I am, I am attempting, you know, this bigger mission statement. And so the smaller sub parts of that are on a daily basis, just being joyful, living joyfully, joyfully living so I'm, I'm, this is in a couple different areas of my life and just sort of this feeling of well-being, this feeling of abundance, this feeling of, of love. And it would really, really be nice to have somebody to share my life with. But I have it in, in, in myself that there is somebody in particular that I, that I wanted to share my life with. And sometimes I, I have, I had put it out there one day. I had put it out there one day in one of my YouTubes a long time ago that I wondered if God was the actual source of my desires. That the idea is if, if, okay, so Abraham Hicks had once said that this download of, of ideas is from source. It's like you tap into source and then all of a sudden all of these ideas come. All of a sudden these, like when you're in meditation, when you're in the zone, it's just things just sort of go without having to really think about them, without, you know, it's just sort of you get into this flow, you get into the zone and you, and you, 
ideas are just so flowing so freely. And so I had suggested that perhaps even this idea of this person had come from source, God, creator, however you want to say it. And so I'm, and this had, I had actually thought about him, that I would like to meet him, date him years ago. I mean, I don't know, I want to say six years ago, five years ago. I had, I had seen, I had known of him many years, but in the last four, five years, I, I, I was like, God, you know, I'd really like to meet that guy. I don't know. I, I actually, as time has gone on, I figured out even more so why I would like to meet him. Because we have the same, or seem to have the same, well, similar, not exactly the same, but similar life mission. And and he also, he really reminds me of my dad. He reminds me of my dad. He, he's in, This is a really, really, such a smart individual. He's really smart. But anyway, so I, I, I'm not saying that this is true, but it, it's like my thought that perhaps this, this, even the idea of this had come from God. But so I, I've done everything energetically that I know to become aligned with the possibility of that happening. I, I've, you know, I, so I was just sort of, sort of set it there I sort of set it there but then I have things that come actually into my reality so like that person is sort of in this the unknown he's in a way he's sort of known but he's in the unknown because he's not in my physicality and so I want to say that last night I just had this setback I had this setback about the whole thing. Like, I feel like somehow that I'm failing. I'm failing. But I want to put out this other idea because I I really am a scientist. I didn't know that until two years ago, but I am a scientist. It's so cool. But anyway, so what I've been talking about, the, these ideas, I've had people ask me outright, but what do you do when you're dealing with somebody else? Like, how do you how do you like infringe on their will how do you infringe like what if they don't want you what if they just categorically don't want you you know it's like you cannot infringe on somebody else's will right and I don't know how to I don't know how to to actually um like I don't know what to do with that because yeah you're right I'm, I mean I don't know I don't know that's, that's something out there like I mean in, in, in different situations like with employers like what if this employer doesn't want you to work for them you know you see you want this job but you know and, and we could say we could easily oh well it wasn't your job but that's not deliberate creation that is not deliberate creation is to no deliberate creation is um is creating 
And so what's coming to mind for me in the moment is sort of this, the best at the moment, creating the best scenario at the moment. So, so basically what had happened was is that somebody had come into my actual physicality and I, and I was like, I was incredibly conflicted. Like, I don't know what to do with that because like, I don't know what to do with this because people come into my physicality and like, what do I do? Do I just, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm head over heels for a guy that is the, in this esoteric space that is not actually in my physicality. I can't go out with you. Like, like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do in the interim. A lot of times I'm not lonely. I'm really not. Most of the time I'm not lonely. But I will say that there are times where I get like just a, a glimpse or a an experience with somebody who is that is similar to what I am actually looking for. That that it, it feels like like just this this taste of it, but like it's but it's not. And it just sort of goes away. It's like, it's like, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but it's like, I'm going to give you this like teeny, teeny, teeny little bite of that. Just enough to like get the feeling of it. But you're not going to like really eat the whole pint of ice cream. And that's when, when I feel, I feel the like a loss or I feel like like an emptiness I can see what it is that I'm missing because most of the time I'm not in that space I'm not in the space of feeling like I'm missing anything because I'm not really in that zone or in that mindset so I had um this and this guy is and there's so many aspects to this that I am that I am <laughs> that I don't know what to do about because I think that it is incredibly rude of me to any of the thoughts that I have about it that are like these traditional beliefs and I'm just going to throw them out there I don't believe they're true they're complete hogwash but um, but it's sort of like the actual thing is that this is not what I was exactly what I was looking for. It's like I, I really wanted that that white Mercedes convertible with the red interior, and then one comes into my to my, you know. A different like a VW bug com convertible comes into my and so I decide okay well that will satisfy me I guess but I really wanted that other car and so and so like putting this other person in this of, of not good enough so he's not good enough because he's not that He's not that, and he's not that, and he's not that, and he's not that. 
and I and I don't want anybody to ever feel that way about themselves because I know what that feels like because this is the way the world loves the way the world loves is, is if you meet my expectations if you meet my needs if you you know if you're it's all about that it's not about the act of love it's about being loved And so I'm going in a direction of learning to be loved, feel loved, to be, in essence, love beforehand. And so it's a little bit challenging to, to be around people because I just love them. I just love them. But that doesn't mean that that person is, is in essence, somebody that that I would want to share my life with. And so what ends up happening is is that I I end up like I guess writing in the VW bug for a while. So I just write in the bug for a while and 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 then I realize that the bug is not the Mercedes that I really have my heart set on and and unfortunately, it's also it's also kind of about lifestyle. This is another aspect to it. I, I have an f- extremely disciplined lifestyle. I, I just I'm so disciplined. I mean, I, I, I'm like exercise is incredibly important to me. Like my spiritual practice is very, very important to me. My writing, my I have this this very, very disciplined way of being in in the world, and i I am not entirely sure how anybody else would fit into that. And so something had happened yesterday and it was really, really, really strange to me how like quickly I can like just like how quickly I can change and, and I'm like there is this hope in me that perhaps this could be a situation because according to Abraham Hicks, there are a thousand potential lovers in my, in my my potentiality at any given moment there's a thousand they said they're all coming to you these these lovers <laughs> I think that term is funny but anyway so a thousand they're like around me all the time and um and so they come into my to my physicality and I'm basically just trying to see what happens and and this is what generally happens. And so yesterday I was having this before I had actually hung out with this person yesterday, I had had this incredible sense of sadness about the other person. And the the sadness had to do with that I just feel like such a failure. Like why I have not been able to to somehow draw this person into my physicality. 
And so then I like things that I had been doing in the past, I, I had been tempted to do that again, but then I just decided not to. I just decided to leave it there because that's where the power is. The power is in the unknown and trusting in God. Trusting in God, trusting in the universe. And so I, 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 I was giving this a shot and there was this one point yesterday that I, that I had this realization that, that, and I, this guy is really, really an incredible human being. He's really, really quite lovely. I mean, and, and I just felt sad about that. <laughs> that let down because I think he's you know would potentially be incredibly sad <laughs> the nice part is about him the nicest part about him for me is that he he seems to sort of recognize who I am and and accept me as I am which a lot of people especially men have not And I mean, seemingly at this point, but, but I just don't know. I mean, literally, I, I, I don't think, especially right now, he would be able to keep up with me and my, and my pace with, with my, these things that I really like to do. So I guess basically what I'm saying is I really would like somebody who has the same, um, level of who is interested in, I guess, to some degree, these top five things that I'm interested in. <laughs> what can't he just have these top five characteristics? And as I was just saying, you know, the world love, love is, you know, what can you do for me? <laughs> But, so the most loving act that I can, I can do for this person is not expect him to change. Which usually ends to the demise of the relationship in my, in my, my experience. Not expecting someone to change. And is it possible for these things to line up, these top five things to line up? And I think it is. I think it is possible to be with somebody who meditates, who exercises, who is very careful with their thoughts, <laughs> who's careful with what they eat. He he really is a nice person. So what do you do? Anyway, and then, I mean, this also goes with other aspects of my life. Like, something will seem sort of miraculous at the moment, 
and will serve like a purpose at the moment. And then the factors change. The factors kind of change and, and I'm, and so what I've been trying to do and what I'm going to say is what I'm talking specifically about right this moment is my, one of my gigs. And so I have one paying gig right now. I, I, I had realized, and I'm actually somewhat embarrassed to say this, but this week I just sort of had this, this complete meltdown in the last week about something because I had been working for months to get my website going when I when I renewed my my website this year I lost all my previous data and I had to start over and it's it's a really long story but I finally got it going but I I was sitting there and I was thinking I hu- I'm a, I, I hustle that, uh, that word. It's just I hustle. I have like five different things I'm doing. And I had realized, I think I've made a total of um, $10 <laughs> on all these, on all these. I'm, and I'm, I'm somewhat embarrassed to say that, but it's like, but I'm like, that's how it is as an entrepreneur. That's how it is in the beginning unless you're like I'm not really sure how some people are like somehow they are they just hit the mother load the first day like like for example I just want to say this and I find myself in this really such a weird situation so I have this couple that I absolutely adore on TikTok and they said, oh, go over to our YouTube station. They just started a YouTube. They only had three YouTubes started. And they already had 400 followers. They had like three YouTubes. And I've been doing YouTubes for two years now. And I have 45 followers. And I, I had 46, but I lost one. <laughs> I've been doing them for two years. These people have three videos up. I have like 250 videos up. And um, they have three and they have all these followers. And I was like, I, I think how they did that was they started on TikTok. They, TikTok is an amazing platform. But anyway, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying that in some ways people just much to my to my non-understanding would rather watch a boil being popped than listen to ideas about the nature of reality and i think that is super interesting i think that there's a good deal of people who are not interested in in the nature of reality, but I don't need everyone. I just need a million people. <laughs> I'm excited for a million people to be interested in mine. And if you think about it, it's really not that many people when you have billions of people on the planet. When you have seven billion, and I'm only asking for one million, 
it's not very many. And so, my tribe. My tribe. But anyway, so I've been, I've been hustling this, this, you know, and trying to build this brand and making a living as a writer. And I guess I'm a philosopher, I don't know, mystic. Um, I toy with these ideas and I enjoy it immensely. I just really love information. Just love it. And so, you know, I'm practicing this art and, um, and there's this guy that I listen to that I really like. His name is Gary Vanderchuk, Gary V. Absolutely. Just this guy is like truly, I don't think he realizes that what he's doing is, is tapping into the law of attraction. He, I don't think he realizes, I don't know that he's actually like studied like Abraham Hicks or any of these people who are talking about how your thoughts become reality. You know, your thoughts become reality and, and it really is the way you feel about, about it that becomes reality. And so he, he, he had said recently, he had said that you will know you will know by how much you enjoy it. And he says to do what you want to do. So I'm just going to keep putting out content that is meaningful to me. And it's so interesting because a lot of what I've done, more attention has gone to subjects that are not my priorities. And so I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe I should do more on that, but I don't really want to do more on that. I want to do more on this because this is what is leading to our future. It's leading to our future. Like when I'm, when I'm talking about say the pandemic, the seeming pandemic that we're in, whatever is happening right now, I'm talking about old news. This is old news. We're going to get through this and move to something else. And the longer that people continue to go down that rabbit hole, like it, it sort of seems like the, like it's just going to keep that rabbit hole and it's going to keep getting deeper and deeper and and that's not what I want to manifest in our lives is more of that. So I'm focused on, so when I'm talking about deliberately creating our life, I'm talking about it also globally. So if we're focused on future focused, which there really is no future per se, everything is in the now. Everything is in like this consecutive nows. So I say this to give context, but we're not wanting to live more of that. What's happening right now. <laughs> but, but then <laughs> like what is coming to mind for me is, and, and I put myself in this category to a degree, although I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm in a place of learning 
learning to not live in this space, but our brains are just so, our brains are there to protect us. And so they, they are this, it just sort of molds these things over. It's, <laughs> it's like danger, danger, danger. And so, and so we, we sort of enjoy getting the juice out of whatever is happening in the moment, just the juice of life. And so our brain is set up for that. And then it's just sort of like looking at it. Okay, I can see that you're, you're really wanting to juice this situation. So <laughs> talking to my brain. Um, but, but what I wanted to, I, I, I've done this thing that I'm doing again, um, but getting back to, so, so say I'm, I'm in a situation like recently I've been in my paying gig. So I got this one gig. My other gigs are not yet paying, but I, it is my belief that they will, but anyway, they are not yet. So, so I'm, I have a paying gig right now and the factors at my paying gig are changing. The factors are changing at my paying gig. So I'm like rolling along on this stream of life and I'm, I'm there and I plan to stay there for the next year. So I plan to stay there and then be building up hopefully income from my from my writing and then you know I would still be at this position for the next year because I'm on sort of on this year because my son is going to be graduating from college I mean from high school. And so I have this year goal and and but right now the factors at the place that I'm this gig are changing and so I'm I've been sort of like not as happy in that situation recently um, because what ends up happening is you you get these these people together and and they just they they just sort of come together and they interact in different ways and I guess the people that are there or the the thoughts that are there are are kind of mucking with my juju, my happiness. Um, because I'm incredibly, and I think we all are, we're just not aware of it. Like empathic, so when I go into this situation, I can feel, I can just feel like the energy there is, is not what it was what it was when I started working there which is why I came back to it I really liked that job a lot and I really like what I actually do there I just have been you know and so I've been trying to figure that out and so I I've really been trying to to just be joy and go in and just be joyful while I'm there and try to emanate that and see what happens. And I have noticed slight shifts during the day of a little bit more joy at different times of the day when I'm able to hold my own joy, like to be the joy, to be the lightness, to be the light, to be the love, just being that it emanates. 
like I had done this YouTube about this. It's so funny. I did this YouTube. I, I had, um, I love it when this happens too. I absolutely love it when this happens. Okay. So I see this experiment about these two tuning forks. Okay. So these two tuning forks are, and one of them, they're in this box. Okay. Like some kind of plexiglass box. So they, they make the one tuning fork go. And then they put the second tuning fork, uh, excuse me, next to it. And the second tuning fork starts to vibrate because of the first. So I have this YouTube that's called Be the Tuning Fork. <laughs> Be the Tuning Fork. But anyway, so, um, so, and, and then I do this YouTube and then I hear other people talking about it. See, that's the thing, y'all. We don't have any original thought. We don't have original thoughts. We're really, we're really just dipping into the well of infinite knowledge, which I like to like call this iCloud of information because <laughs> that's how I, I mean, I, somehow I just discovered this for myself. I mean, it's out there, but I had realized that, that we dip into this thought of not this infinite knowledge and that's where everything comes from. But anyway, I'm going to end this podcast. I really appreciate you all listening. Um, And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.